Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Vayetze. Whoa. Parshas Vayetze contains 148 psukim. It deals with the life of Yaakov, who's running away from Esau and spends 20 years at Lovan's house. At that point, he has four wives and 11 sons, one daughter, and is on his way back at the end of the parasha to come back home. Interestingly, this parasha is stuma, meaning that it has no break in the action, no paragraphs for 148 psukim. And I'm interested if any of you have an answer if you can please call me and let me know what your answer is, why this Pasha is Stuma. Okay, let's get running. The opening first two psukim of the Parshas, Vayetze, present a difficulty. Why? Initially we're taught that Yaakov arrives at Choran. And in the next Pasuk we're told that he chanced upon the place, as the sun set. And our rabbis in Chulin 91b teach us that the place was indeed the future site of the Beis HaMikdash. And the Gemara there resolves this difficulty by teaching that when Yaakov came to Choran, he was troubled and said, Could it be that I passed over the place that my grandfather and father davened there. So what did he do? Says the Gemara, Kad Yohiv the Mehedar. Immediately he turned around to go back to pray at that place, and the rest is history. Our sages teach that he was afforded Kfisas Aderech which means he arrived speedily, miraculously, at the holy place and received the incredible dream of the angels ascending, descending. He received the prophecy of the eternal survival of the Jewish people. He received multiple personal blessings. All this explained Chazal, due to his initiative to return and pray. The Zohar teaches that that divine assistance emanates from the workings, the doings of man. And as great as Yaakov was, and his name as we know is engraved, on the Kisei Akovo, the throne of Hashem, he received all of the above only when he initiated his resolve. And I believe that we are taught this concept at the very beginning of the Torah. Immediately after the account of creation, at the beginning of chapter 2, we are taught in verse 5, that all vegetation and the trees had not 
yet sprouted, as Hashem did not yet cause it to rain, and man was not there to work the land. And Rashi teaches that till there was a man who would understand and realize that there's a need for rain, to pray for rain, and appreciate the rain, till then it did not rain. Therefore, take a look. Built into nature, the very nature of this world, is the need for man to have a relationship with Hashem. And this relationship is expressed through Isura Rusa de Lesata, man's praying, man's actions, and Hashem's Isura Rusa de Leila, his response to us. Interesting. The first communication that Hashem had with Avram Avinu was Lech Lecha, as we all know, to go to the place that he, Hashem, would show him. And the Zohar teaches, unbelievable, that it was not until Avram took the initiative, started the journey with his father Terach, as taught at the very end of Parshas Noach, did Avraham warrant and receive the divine call of Lech Lecha? The Medrashir Hashirim Rabbah teaches on the Pasuk in Shmos, in chapter 11, Pasuk 4, the Moshe said to Bnei Yisrael, So said Hashem, that at mid the night I shall go out in the midst of Mitzrayim. Note this comes after the performance of the Korban Pesach, which was a great act of courage and obedience of Bnei Yisrael to Hashem. The Medrash says, in the name of Rav Yaso, Hashem says, You open for me an opening kepesach shomachat, which means literally the size of the head of a needle, and I will open for you an opening that can accommodate the passage of wagons. Once again, it is man's initiative, right, which releases the divine assistance. Note that every morning we begin Sukkot Zimra with Tehillim Lamid, Psalm 30, which begins, Mizmoshir Hanukas Habayis Ledavid, which begins a psalm, a song for the inauguration of the temple by David. However, stop and ask yourself, did David HaMelech build the first base Amigdash? After all, Hashem tells him, as recorded in Divrei Hayamim, 1 Chronicles 1, chapter 17, Pesach 4, and I quote, It is not you, says Hashem to David, who will build a house for me. Yet it's called Habayas Ledavid. Why? And the answer is that it was his, once again, key word, initiative, as found in the beginning of the above cited chapter. David was troubled that he was living in a house of cedar, while the Oron, the Ark of the Covenant of Hashem, was under curtains in a temporary manner. Because he initiated and readied 
the materials for his son Shlomo, he provided David the Isorusa de la Sata. Hashem responded with Isorusa de la Eila, bringing his glory, his holy Shechina into our midst. Indeed, the Ramban on the Pasuk in Parshas Korach, chapter 16, Pasuk 24, notes that the nation of Israel were deservant of punishment for the delay of the building of the first Beis Amigdash. And the Oron was wandering from place to place as a stranger in the land, and that the tribes did not come forth and demand a Beis Amigdash. As the Pasuk says in Devarim, the Shechno Sidrishu you shall seek out his presence and come there. Without Isorerusa de la Sata, there is no Isorerusa de la Eila. This natural law is incorporated into many mitzvos, and indeed, one of the reasons for these mitzvos. The Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, 16a, teaches in the name of Rabbi Kiva that Hashem ordains, bring me an omer's worth of barley on Pesach so that he can bless the grain in our fields. We are to bring two loaves on Shavuos in order for him to bless the fruits of the land. We are to pour water on the Mizbeach. Why? On Sukkos? To receive the blessing for the rains of winter. It all begins with the small acts of man, which precipitate the abundant heavenly blessings. The Chavetz Chaim Zechorul of Racha, in his commentary on the Pesach in Devarim, chapter 22, Pesach 4, whereby the Torah teaches the mitzvah of Te'ina, helping the owner of an animal to pick up his fallen animal, the Torah legislates Hokim, Tokim, Imo. You shall stand them up with him. The Mishnah in Bavmetzia 32a teaches that if the owner says to the one responding to do the mitzvah, I'll sit down and watch as you do it, because after all, it's your mitzvah, then there is no mitzvah, no obligation on the responder, as the Torah says, Imo, with him. He has to participate. Similarly, if one wishes to grow in their spirituality, to come closer to Hashem, they must take the first step. It has to be Imo, with him. You can't Leave it all to Hashem. And therefore, we pray every day in the second bracha preceding the Shema in the morning, and we say, the same kill instill in our hearts to understand and comprehend, to listen, to learn, to teach, observe, perform and fulfill all the words and the teachings of your Torah. However, 
if man does not open the Gemara and study, ouch, it's a false and wasted prayer. The Chavaz continues and compares it to one who asks someone for a loan and is told to come to his home at a specific time to receive the loan, but does not come to collect it. What we learn from this is that we have to initiate the study of Torah and this Orerusa Dila'ila will come. Chanukah is in the air. The tour in chapter Tafresh Ayin 670 writes and cites the Bach who explains that the reason we lost control of the Beis Amigdash is because we were Nisrashlu Ba'avoda. We did not regard and respect, appreciate the Beis Amigdash sufficiently. If we don't value it, we lose it. It was therefore our diligence and energy in searching for the pure jar of oil, despite the fact that perhaps we could have used the impure oil, our initiative, our Isorerusa de la Sata, enabled the miracle to come. And finally, the Gra in his Kol Hator, writes that while certainly there is a divine plan of history, our initiatives our actions are not merely a reflection of our personal commitment and beliefs, but actually help precipitate and actualize the divine redemption. When Jewish families go on Aliyah, it is not only a biblical fulfillment of the mitzvah of Yishuv. Eretz Yisrael, to the Ramban and others, but our Isorerusa de la Sata helps bring about this Orerusa de la Eila of Kibbutz Golios, the ingathering of the exiles. May we be privileged, each in our own way, to naturally participate and precipitate exciting divine plan for ourselves and for Klal Yisrael. Shabbat Shalom to all.